You're listening to Opacity, a podcast about working in design. You look very pleased with yourself there, Craig. Tom, do you even listen to podcasts? I do listen to podcasts. I don't listen to design podcasts that much anymore, though. I used to. Except your own. Except my own. I actually do do listen listen to to Opacity. I do listen to Opacity because I edit Opacity sometimes. We, as we both do, we take turns. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, sometimes I listen back to them. I, I do enjoy some of them actually. Um, not really listening to my voice, that? but um, no, not really. I think some of the stuff is good. I don't particularly like listening to myself, but um, some of the stuff when we have kind of guests on, like I really liked Eva's podcast. Hmm. Um, I'm going to listen back to the last one with Ben. I enjoyed that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I or like the kind of dialogue that we had going on and some of the points that we were hitting and it was kind of, it was kind of free flowing and kind of fun. It was easy. So mm-hmm. uh, I like that. And I also like the fact that I was, the, the point that I was trying to make around instead of, of having conversations, instead of writing to communicate ideas was proven yeah, because you, of the dialogue. You love, you love that point. Yeah. But I, you interrupted <laughs> me in the middle of it while I was talking about because of the dialogue. Yeah, and you were a little angry about that. No, no, no. I was happy that you proved my point because I was like, because with a dialogue, you can interject and you can change the way someone's thinking. And you, you were doing it at the time. So that was, uh, was quite meta, actually. You, but you didn't change my thinking. I didn't need to change your thinking. just need to have a conversation. <laughs> it's not all a competition, Craig. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I listen to our podcast. But actually, no, I generally don't. But maybe I should just listen to it on all of our all of my different podcast apps just to keep our views up, you know, mm. just to sort of stack the the data in our favor. Yeah. Um, no, but it's yeah, we listen to it obviously before it goes out. Um, once in a while, I listen to it again, uh, just to just to get some nuggets um, mm. from it. But yeah, the, like you know, part of the the conversation we wanted to have today was just about that, like the creation of the podcast. Uh, I think it's an interesting thing because, you know, a lot of people, especially now are starting podcasts. A lot of people I talk to kind of, there's a, anyone who knows I do the podcast, it's often comes up in conversation. Oh, like, how's the podcast? How's it going? Hmm. Um, what do you which say? Then I say a lot of things like when someone brings it up, I just kind of start rambling about a bunch of reflections of, of the creation of the podcast and things that are good, things that are tough, the challenges of it, the, the, the nice benefits of it. Um, yeah. So I thought it just might be interesting to have like a, a shorter episode just to talk about that, like how we've created it, maybe why we've created it, how hmm. maybe, maybe think about like our original concept of it back in like January, but December of January of, of last year. Yeah. Uh, and where it's at now and like how we think about it now at this point, like whatever, 18 episodes later. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought well, that might yeah. be fun for people. I think it would be. Wouldn't it be? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it would. Yeah, I, I think I just had to pulling up that the, the initial Twitter just, message. Just after? I, just after. Yeah, this is a, an Irish saying. I'm just after pulling up the Twitter message that I originally sent you. It's the and first that, message. That, to translate that to non-Irish people, that means I just opened it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just after opening it. What's your what's your problem, Craig? It's okay. the weirdest the weirdest grammar I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, it is. Like, I know we probably just take it for granted. But uh, hey, every country has them. Every locality has them. Mm. But uh, I'm just looking at this message again because uh, I recently took it 
I used it for the talk that I did for Glug a few weeks ago. So mm. I still had it. Uh, it was still top of mind. But uh, here's the message that I sent you because uh, I was kind of thinking about putting one together and mm. I saw that you were writing blog posts quite a bit and we never met, but we kind of we were I, I saw you on the Irish Designs, Ireland Designs Slack channel mm. and you, you seem to be putting out some interesting content. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. This guy's from the States. So they're moving over to Dublin as he's working in design. I'm sure he's got a unique perspective. So here's the message I sent you. Mm. Hi, Craig. I pronounced it Craig in my head when I wrote it as well. Instead of, <laughs> instead of Craig. I'm thinking of starting a new podcast soon. And I was wondering if you'd be interested in being a guest. The idea is to chat to other designers of various disciplines and backgrounds to get an idea of how they got into design what challenges they face in their roles and lessons they've learned along the way. You've got a lot of interesting... I'm not finished. (laughs) You've got a lot of interesting perspectives. Yeah, I put some thought into it, you know. You've got a lot of interesting perspectives, Craig, that would make for a good chat. I need to thrash out the practicalities of recording, etc. Still, is this something you'd be interested in? This was all one message? That was all one message, yeah. Jeez, that's like a full email kind of message. Well, you sent me back three messages immediately after that. that yeah, were, as as, um, as one would in in message format, you know, shorter. No, what? you know, I think you, I think that's you the... over composed it. Did you write multiple drafts of that? I don't think so. That was a one time. I'm, I'm just efficient, you know. I got the message across in one go. It was very eloquent. Yeah, it you should give it a shot over. sometime. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, your message in reply was serendipity do at its voice, finest. Like, that, that's not oh. what I sound like. Do my voice. Oh, I've never, I don't think I've ever done an impression of you. Serendipity at its finest. <laughs> I was just thinking today, I want to chat with Tom about podcasting. <laughs> I've actually been wanting to start a design UX podcast myself. Want to meet up for lunch or coffee next week? Or the following one? And I'm just going to add in niche instead of niche. <laughs> oh. That was the best impression I've ever heard. (laughs) It's actually the first time I ever heard somebody do an impression of me. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Do I really sound that like, it sounds like there was just air in my voice. Like, like, like if, if the wind blew, it would just take me, take, take it away. Like I wouldn't be able to speak anymore. Mm, I wish, I wish that would happen sometimes. Um, Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that was so. I thought that was interesting. I sent you that message, and then you immediately got back and said that you were thinking about doing one the same. And that was mm-hmm. like cool. Like so, that was yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So serendipity at its finest. I was just thinking today. I want to chat with Tom about podcasting. I've mm. actually been wanting to start a, a design UX slash UX slash product podcast myself. Want to meet up for lunch or coffee next week or the following one. So mm-hmm. that was great. And then we kicked off. We kicked it off, and we met up for a coffee, mm-hmm. and in Dublin. In a place yeah, called and, uh, Joe's. I guess, I guess background from my side, like I had, uh, I had been playing around with a podcast with another uh, friend slash coworker, um, like months and months before that. It never went mm. anywhere. We we tried. I think we recorded kind of once, and it just it fell apart. Um, mm. You know, we sort of flip flopped. I think on the idea, we just like, you know, we had I think a good intention, but it just didn't come together. Mm. Um, and so, like since then, I was like, oh, I was like eager to actually pull the trigger and and have a have a show yeah um and i think after i saw because you were you were doing doing one with one of your previous employers when you were at each another right mm-hmm. yeah. you had done their podcast or you started their podcast mm-hmm. um so yeah that was one of the few podcasts i saw in ireland 
uh, going on. So I was like, oh, Tom, Tim, he's the, he's the guy from each and other who does the podcast. <laughs> Therefore, uh, yeah, we should, we should chat. Yeah. It was like really the right timing. It was like, I like literally just thought about reaching out to you, you know, was probably composing the message. Uh, and you just press send. send you were probably here. composing several messages where I was just composed I was, one. I was writing. I was writing a medium post that I was going to tag you in uh, to ask you in public <laughs> if you'd like to podcast with me. That's uh, that's cute. Yeah, but that was fun because we we met up and um, we just had a chat because like, we didn't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a coffee. And I remember we were kind of talking about the different things we wanted to do. Like I was think I was saying like I've got my idea was this kind of thing where we talked to different people and mm. from different backgrounds and I just explained how I, my background was indirect into design and mm. I'm kind of interesting I think it's I think it's worth sharing that knowledge with other people who want to get into design I think into design was the idea was the the kind of placeholder name that I had in my mm. head mm-hmm. and then you were talking and you had some kind of similar ideas around education and learning and 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 careers as well and there just seemed to be like a kind of an overlap there that made mm-hmm. sense yeah um yeah, it's a perfect storm. Um, yeah. At least the perfect storm to get it kicked off and to start putting ideas together. Hmm. Um, yeah, that old paper doc, we've got like mood boards and all that fun stuff. And I think there was like some like overthinking probably in the beginning of like all of the things. I remember you put, you like did a quick Webflow site of, of the podcast based on the, one of the styles you had. You had like a, oh, yeah. like a landing page you put together. I was like, this is sweet. Like, this is really cool. You know, a website. <laughs> like, yeah. Obviously like launching a website for our little thing wasn't going to be the thing we did, but it was fun, fun to explore all those things and to get like distracted, like as you do inside projects, get distracted with the fun stuff. Uh, yeah. And then it, then it came time to like, oh, we actually have to record. <laughs> we actually have to do that and like sort Are, that side out. Yeah, I think we had a very practical checklist of stuff that we needed to do though as well. Did we not? Yeah. I think it's at the top of it. I've got the document over here, open here. I haven't opened it in months now, but... Well, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Here is initial things we need to do. La- or, initial things we need to do to launch anything. So they were like, arrange a day and time to record. Theme music. Oh, yeah. I remember I had different Question iterations mark. of the theme music. Mm. Question mark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was something we did. Like the the music as well. That's mm-hmm. we don't really shout that out at all. But that's kind of. Yeah. That yeah. Tom, you, you did the music for the show. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. I don't even like I don't listen to that type of electronic music or anything. But I do. I just kind of I was playing around with GarageBand and I was trying a few different electronic type sounds. And um, yeah, so I just kind of wrote those kind of ascending and descending arpeggio type notes mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i tried i had a, a number of iterations i think i sent you on some other ones that are quite different as well but uh hmm. that one that one had a kind of a i remember showed it to some people that i was i was working with at the time and they were like kind of sounds like blade runner or something you know yeah. or, or like a computer game or something and i was like yeah that'll do that's yeah, uh that's, that was <laughs> the vibe that i was looking for too see another another moment of serendipity it was like oh yeah we're like kind of on the same wavelength Get bring that like you know ever since Stranger Things came out this eighties kind of vibe is is cool again so mm. like they could have some of that cool to me. it's always been cool to you it was I feel like the eighties were not cool for a long time maybe people who lived in them in their prime but as someone who was born in the eighties there was always a perception of the eighties as like this period of just weird style and weird stuff and very like cheesy. Mm kind of sense but like i feel like once stranger things came out it was like oh the 80s are cool yep. again um yep. and nostalgia they're, yeah. they're really cool uh, yeah yeah well a lot of the music that i like is from the from the 80s and stuff yeah. really like what yeah. 
Well, like, uh, listen to, like, thrash metal, you know, so a lot of the bands from the Bay Area scene over in the States, mm. uh, you know, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, that kind of mm. stuff, Testament. So there was a lot of a lot of stuff that, that still held up pretty well, mm. even, like, 30-odd years later. So Yeah, interesting. And even, you know, even from a pop kind of perspective, you got, like, Tears for Fears and mm. stuff like that that I think is pretty, has held up pretty well. Mm-hmm. I was listening to some Depeche Mode yesterday. Don't know what that no? is. You don't know who Depeche Mode is? No. I'm not familiar with this. Leave that like, silence in. Leave that silence in. Don't I mean, edit even, that silence. Even a lot of the bands you mentioned there, like, maybe I'll know them by name, but I was never, I would have never, like, listened to them. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you, you, you don't know who Depeche Mode is? No. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Craig. Um, <laughs> just as well, I was in charge of, of making the music for this this podcast. I don't know what you would have created. Yeah, who knows? Maybe for <laughs> for season two, I'll yeah. make my own music. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make my own Splinter podcast to make my own music. We'll talk about that. Um, what else do we have there? So podcast recorded as well that we needed to do. I mean, artwork, even if it's M- if it's just MVP. Yeah. And yeah, because we were kind of thinking that way, and and that was interesting. We were talking about the podcast hosting as well, and yeah, because um, there's options. Like there's plenty of options and where to host it. Uh, yeah. And like, I think you suggested Anchor. Yeah, you were the one who suggested I Anchor. I, it was a, I it was a great before. suggestion. I did it like literally, and I that's what I mentioned to anybody who asked about podcasting. It's like, just use Anchor because it's so easy. And there's a few other things like, yeah, Twitter or Instagram, social media stuff. And what's that? Social media marketing content. Yeah, we're, we're, we, we, we need to work on that. That's definitely something that... Yeah, uh, we're really terrible at that. Uh, if there are any marketing interns, <laughs> like marketing, <laughs> not interns, marketing people who want to uh, have a side project of helping out a, uh, a little podcast, um, we'd love you to, to help us out. A little podcast <laughs> with big ideas and big you can be. You can be, we will, we are, we are looking for a chief marketing officer for the Opacity podcast. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is an unpaid position, um, but, oh, no. uh, but you know. It's a it's a great for great exposure. Oh um, no, don't go there. <laughs> We're done, Craig. We're done. You and I. Yeah. Too anyway, real. So yeah, That's too had, real. We had we had a checklist. You know, we did that stuff. But I think we had this initial. So Tom's initial idea: a conversational podcast. Which conversa- every podcast is conversational. Come on, Tom. Uh, with no. guests from different design disciplines like UX, UI, product, graphic, you know, content, graphic, interior, illustration, and industrial design. Cool. Um, yeah, I think that was sort of a general kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget we, we sort of fleshed that out a bit. And then I, I proposed the question is, you know, thinking about why anybody should actually care to listen to this. Um, what do I have? I have a nice quote in there. I assume that's my own quote that I quoted. Uh, there are an estimated 550,000 podcasts out there. Why should anyone listen to ours? Who are we? And why should anyone give us their eardrums for 30 plus minutes a week? Um, so that kind of led us into this discussion of like sort of principles or just kind of ideas to form like our conversations and how we want to approach conversations. Mm-hmm. So the idea of being brutally honest, uh, having strong opinions about stuff, I think strong opinions may, I'm not sure we always have strong opinions, but we have some form of opinion. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. that honesty is, is something we try to go with just being very, uh, like transparent, not opaque. Uh, as the as the title of the nice. podcast recommends, um, so it's like I think the point is the podcast is 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 like a space of uh, trust where people who listen to it will trust that we're just 
just shooting straight and just being like really honest about how we think about things without really holding back uh, for yeah, kind of I think that's fear of judgment or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah I, I, think mean, that, I think that's important. I think we both mm-hmm. discussed that even before, like that we didn't want this. We wanted this to be somewhere that was, yeah, like that it was tra- it was transparent or lowered the kind of the veil of hay, the hazy veil over mm-hmm. the careers of design. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of times when you, you know, a lot of the podcasts that you do listen to out there, if they're design related or any anything related, anything related, if there a lot of podcasts out there, they seem to be in sometimes, like, you know, if I listen to things like Radio Lab or that kind of thing, I like, I enjoy them sometimes, but it's, they also sound very, uh, almost overproduced mm. and, you know, and this just, there's a lot of effort that goes into it, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't need that much effort. Sometimes when someone is talking, they don't need to put themselves out there as the expert on something. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to just talk about it, just yeah. shoot the breeze and, and, uh, you know, say, you know, it's okay to say if you don't know something, you know, and, and learn from other people as you're chatting. Yeah. I think that whole, like, I mean, there's like, there's such a spectrum of podcasts out there, like the super well-produced ones, which like I listen to some, like there's the like 99% invisible, which is kind of an example in my mind of just like a really well-produced one. Like it's very orchestrated, Mm. which I love it. Like, I think the the content is super interesting. Um, the, the topic is it's all like within sort of the realm, the larger umbrella of design, like super interesting podcast, Mm. Roman Mars, who is the host of it is like my like who I aspire to be in terms of podcasting, in terms of like, I tried to do his voice. Someone, um, someone commented on that the other day, actually, or was it, yeah, was it yeah, today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've heard that twice. And it's honestly the best compliment that I've ever gotten in terms of this podcast is that comparing, uh, like obviously Roman Mars is like a, a, like a legend within this. Like he's legit. And like, I don't have that skill, but like, it's cool that I think it's that vibe that like, uh, sort of that type of voice. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Um, but that's like the super produced one, 99% invisible. Mm. And then they're like, we're at the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like very casual, very, uh, just conversational, but like even some conversational podcasts where it's just two people talking, like, I feel like sometimes it feels too much. Like they're sort of towing the line. They're sort of Mm -hmm. saying what should be said, or they're giving sort of expert advice. Like you should do this. You should do that. This is how it works. Um, where I think like, I think a, a strong point of our podcast is that we try not to do that. We try not to say, Oh, you should do this. You should do that. Or this is, this is the best practice around this thing. Like, I don't think it's about that. Like, I don't find that conversation very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it can be useful. Like people listen to podcasts to learn something and then take that away. I think for us, it's more about a vibe. Like we're trying to just have a conversation and to either invite somebody into that conversation, which is a format that we, that we have, uh, every couple episodes, inviting a third person to talk with me and you about some topic, give their kind of perspective and their wisdom, um, or just their point of view to the end table. We recognize the value in the conversation and not simply mm. the output. We aim to engage mm. listeners' minds and not say what they can hear, read anywhere. That's bold. Mm. Yeah. It's a bold statement. There's so many, there's so many podcasts, like especially interview podcasts, like, Oh, our next one was in interviews. We focus more on the person than the design they do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so really I think interviews we've had try to focus on that person's journey and what they've, what they've learned from that. It's like, that can be actually useful for people. Um, but useful, not in like a typical way. I don't know. Like it's hard to get at. I think with design, like the interview podcasts are huge, like the biggest, well, not sure I could say that exactly, but a lot of the huge 
successful podcasts, they bring in a lot of guests, mm -hmm. like the fancier your guests are, the more listenership you'll probably have. Cause those guests have big networks and they put it out there. People listen to it. Um, and you sort of grow through that. Um, ours is obviously like a different mode. Like we're not inviting on necessarily a lot of big name guests to try to try to grow it that way. Mm -hmm. We're just really seeking the, the sort of authentic conversations. And that's can be with people, anything from a, you know, a VP at a big company to, you know, someone who's just starting out in their career or anything in between that. Um, because, you know, everybody has some like interesting insight to, to put out there. Um, and that's sort of an idea that I think we, we subscribe to. We subscribe to our own ideas. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe yeah. to your own ideas. That, <laughs> that could be a quote like on a, on a poster. You know, yeah, in your office. Subscribe yeah. to your own, subscribe, subscribe to your own. <laughs> yeah, a motivational poster for for Craig Phillips. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's the interesting thing. You know, it's just that like there's so much. We all have access with the internet. We have access to so much information. If you just want, if you want to pay attention to it, there's so much stuff out there that you can listen to that you can learn from. And sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes like it's not the, it's not the kind of quote unquote experts or, you know, you sometimes you don't have to pay and do, do, do all these tutorials to get nuggets of wisdom from someone when it can just be through a conversation. Sometimes it just resonates. What they say just resonates with you. I think with the glug talk that I did a couple of weeks ago, one of the points that I mentioned was towards the end is that like, I've often found that inspiration is not like this profound thing quite often. It's like just like a little nudge from someone they'll say something and it resonates with you over time maybe it's, maybe it doesn't it doesn't take hold immediately and just but they just plant a seed in there in your brain that kind of might take months or it could take years and then you'll be in a, a situation and you're just like ah what they said makes sense now or you know it'll kind of nudge you in the right way and mm -hmm. um i think that's important like it's yeah. you know you can get that from having conversations with anyone we've all got our own perspectives yeah. Mm -hmm. Indeed, mm. as we know, you know, we don't always share share perspectives. Absolutely, you hate writing. You like talking. <laughs> I enjoy both because I see the benefits in in both mediums. Yeah. Um, Tom, what do you find? What do you find most difficult about this podcast? Like we're like Feb Feb we started in February, right? First episode around February. I think so. Yeah. January. About that. Um, so what's that like? Nine months now. Almost. Yeah. We're doing this. 17 episodes in nine months. Nine episodes, 17. This is, I think, 18. Maybe. Okay. This episode when it goes out. Um, like, what's been, what's been hard? What's been challenging about this? Hmm. I think for someone, thinking about someone who's like, I want to start my own podcast. <laughs> um, what should they know? Well, obviously, there's lots of nuts and bolts things around like having decent mics and that kind of stuff. But I think the main thing is like having things to talk about. You know, there's no point. You can get mm. all the equipment you want, spend all this money on this gear. But if you've nothing interesting to say, uh, you know, then what's the point? I'd start with the content or I'd start with a point of view. That would be, mm -hmm. that, well, that's advice, that's advice for someone if they were trying to do it. But for, in my perspective, what's been difficult about it, I think when we initially got together, we were thinking about having sessions where we'd record two at, in one go. We'd sit down and we'd, we'd kind of think about our, yeah, we'd think about like topics and do some research beforehand. And we did, we did do that at the start. And then we'd uh, we tried doing like one afternoon. So we sit down, do a podcast and then immediately take a little break and then immediately go into the next one. And that was really tiring. I found mm -hmm. like I just the next day in work, I'd be like, oh, really tired. So we, our attention was to do could meet once a month, I think. 
record two episodes and put out an episode two episodes a month yeah. and uh so that we did that for we tried it a little bit and it was just like it's too much so the, we let's focus on energy and quality as yeah. opposed to trying to fit in two if we fit in one that's like you know that we're feeling that we're not kind of exhausted and and, yeah. and it feels like a slog to try and finish it well then that's, yeah. that's obviously better yeah but it's funny because that was like original plan was meet once a month record two episodes in one sitting that it's super easy we only have to meet once a month and we have a bi-weekly <laughs> podcast like super simple and then i think we put out the first one and we were like oh that was that was kind of easy let's do let's do it every week <laughs> yeah then it became okay we needed to meet every two weeks and record two episodes and then it was just like after a few times of that it was just yeah it's too much so exhausting like mentally draining to mm. to have this like conversation where the mic's on and then end it and then just start another one. It's mm. like, oof, that was that was intense. So, and and also yeah, at, so at back then we were kind of we were editing a bit more. I think now it was a bit, feels a bit oh, more yeah, free flowing. And, and that's another kind of side thing is like the fact that we now sit in different places and record. Yeah, uh, how that's actually it's interesting how that impacted the dynamic. I think I don't know. It's it's been positive. I think like to have you at a distance like i don't i don't want you to be in my physical space that's what everybody uh, i want to have a room in my to life tells me <laughs> everyone just keeps pushing you away Tom. yeah take the hint uh no, but it makes it easier yeah to, no to it edit, definitely obviously. does yeah i think that's like I, that, that's some more advice that i'd give if someone did want to do a podcast is like try and fit it in around your life i think this is working mm. a bit better whereas um beforehand when we used to be supposed to rec- record in your workplace and at the time, I was working a bit closer to you, so that wasn't a, such a big deal. But, you know, I think now I'm, I, I record where I work now. So I just take one of the meeting rooms and just sit down with the mic. And it's just, and mm-hmm. I put the, the, you know, put the mic back in my desk and that kind of stuff. And it's kind of just, it's just a little bit easier. You know, I just like mm-hmm. take away the little points of friction because they do all add up. Even yeah. even when it comes to editing afterwards, even, we do a little bit of editing now. But like, if you want to get heavily into editing and taking out all the ums and ahs and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you will yeah. spend a lot of time doing that kind of thing, and and even yeah. just treating the audio. So, I would just it's a balance. It it, it depends on the person as well. It depends on the content we're talking yeah. about. Some things, yeah. but I think if you can get it to into a, a comfortable place where you can just kind of naturally talk and not have to over edit things, and you know, just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Like sometimes I think, Oh, it'd be really nice to have more of an edited show. Um, like the episodes have more, like they're more than just sort of start conversation and conversation with like conversation between like the idea of segments, the idea of like interesting musical interludes or like, I don't know, just like funner stuff to make yeah. the, the audio experience a little bit nicer, like and more interesting. Mm. Um, but at the same time, the commitment to do that like is too high yeah. for probably the, the benefit that it would that it would bring. There's no saying that it would actually have any benefit on the actual show, whether people would like it anymore. Mm. Um, so, like, I think maybe if there's an opportunity in the future to to try that, it'd be cool and fun. Um, I thought about doing that in little ways. Like, I want to put a smooth jazz track behind an episode just to see how that feels. Um, I, I do that sometimes when I give presentations. I'll put on some smooth jazz, just to to have uh, like an, an ambiance to the to the room. Really? Uh, which I, yeah, like for <laughs> workshops and stuff. Like it, it could be nice oh, to yeah, have yeah. that background that background track, um, or like even presentations. Like just put on the track, and then it it's a lot less awkward because then there's you know in any moment of silence there's this nice 
there's this nice jazz, like smooth jazz in the background. It probably wouldn't work with your Metallica or whatever that other band you call it was. Um, but yeah, something, something chill. Yeah. Um, the meetings would be a lot shorter if you were playing Slayer or Testament, so you know, people would just like, yeah. yeah. They'd be signing off in the presentations a lot quicker, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think all this, it's all this like planning and tweaking and, and making it work for us. Like, obviously that came out, you, you have a family, you have two kids, I have a family with one child. Mm-hmm. Um, those, like, the needs to sort of get back home after work, the needs to, like, like you know, like, really plan around the times that we can actually carve out, you know, a session to, to record. Mm. Like, that's a significant impact. So, like, people were thinking about starting it, like, where are you going to slot this into your existing life? Yeah. Um, like, I can't record from home. Like, the space I'm in now is semi-echoey. If I record at home, it'll be, like, terrible unless I maybe go under a blanket in a closet mm. or in the bathroom or something um in the press or in the in the toilet you know <laughs> in the press that's that's an irish word yeah just for, i just yeah that's i translated it to irish for you oh thank you very much yeah press i think toilet yeah lots of other places would call it like a cupboard um yes. yeah i think that's that's a good that's a good point as well because even when we we had the the like the international podcast with paul woods like that was the international podcast. It was an international. He was in California. It we was, were in Dublin, so it was an eight-hour difference. And mm-hmm. that was even things like that are actually you don't really think about it too much. But like that was a bit of a challenge. You were kind of like, when can we fit that in? Because Wait, when didn't you come in on a Saturday, it was mm-hmm. a Saturday. It had to be a Saturday, and we yeah. and like that yeah. we both came. We both came into your office and and did it from there because because yeah. we're at home and yeah. you know I couldn't record at home with the kids because it'd be noisy yeah. and it's probably you had to give yeah. the same reason so. We had yeah. to come in. I think we came in. and It was like a little bit, a little bit late. It was the afternoon. It was like twelve, maybe twelve or one o'clock in the day. Yeah. Oh no, it was later. Was no, sorry, it was like seven it was or later. Eight. It was yeah, the early evening. Yeah. So it was like eight. It's like eight, eight or nine at night, and and you know, ten o'clock. Yeah, it was morning for him. Yeah. Yeah, but even things like that, if you want to, if you want to get people on, or you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. or even the yeah. quality of the mics as well, you know. So if you've got, if you want to get an international guests. But they're just using your laptop mic. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. fine. But it reminds me of the episode with with Pete Bowker from Glug because he was in town for a very short window of time. Hmm. Uh, I reached out through through Eva to see if he's available. He was available. He interested to come on. Hmm. Didn't know anything about the podcast, but he said yes. Uh, the only time to do it was midday. So you know, and like this podcast, we do like I'll record in my office, but we do it after hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was only available sort of at the window of lunchtime. So I was like, okay, uh, you come in on my lunch break, we'll record <laughs> and there's just come in, we'll do it. And then, and then you'll go and that'll be my lunch break and it'll, it'll be okay. Um, but like, that was, that was a bit of a moment cause you're like at work, you're doing your work stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a guy outside and he's coming up to do a thing yeah. to, to record a, a thing with you. And you're totally unprepared because you just heard like that morning that he's available. Mm. Um, so it was kind of, that was an interesting one, but like that idea of like, how do you fit it in? Like, how do you fit in with time zones? But then how do you fit in with like m- maintaining your job and like, uh, where there's like guests that have limitations and stuff. Mm. So we, yeah, we all have there are factors. Yeah. 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 Interesting factors. So what would you so, do it again? Would I do it again? <laughs> I was just going to say, so what's your advice to people? How do you like your co, how do you like your co-host? I like him. Uh, I like him plenty. <laughs> He's just swell. But it's also funny. Cause like we didn't have, 
uh, like I think some people like you have a certain chemistry with people who you've known a long time, but we only know each other because we, we started talking about this podcast. Mm. So our entire relationship is based on this podcast. Yeah. So this podcast stopped. Would you even talk to me anymore? Probably not. I try, yeah. I try not to talk to you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you know? For the record, for the record, Tom only talks to me when, when the mic is on. <laughs> uh, other than that, he'll just send one word text. Yeah. No, yes or no. I think it would. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you've ever gone out for beers at all though. Have we? We, have we haven't gone out. Yeah. We haven't gone out. No. Uh, let's arrange something. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but would I do it again? Yeah. Like I enjoy it. That's the thing about it. I enjoy it. And it's, um, what do you enjoy about it? Well, it's that thing where we're talking about talking with the writing versus talking. You like, and you like talking. So like the writing, like I, I do enjoy writing it despite what you might say. I, and write, I enjoy sometimes I do like the way it crystallizes my thinking, but at the same time it just takes too long and I tend, I tend to edit and over edit. So with, with a podcast, it's kind of like you've got, it's kind of like writing, but you're, you know, it's more free form than that, but you've in in a way, if we, if we know that we're going to talk about something, you kind of got to mull it over in your head a little bit beforehand. So, mm. what I like about that is that it kind of just keeps you. It's just like it's it's like exercise, really. Like you're just exercising your brain and the way you're thinking. And I'm mean, trying to be. I try to be open as well about the conversations and try, like open mm. to learning new things. And mm. I just kind of see it that way, as in like you know, just keep on exercising your brain and and getting used to talking. And, you know, so when you do need to talk, if you need to present and work yesterday in work, I just got landed on a thing. Someone landed on me and just said, hey, could you present this thing now, like now immediately in front of loads of people? And I was just like, OK. And just from practice, like, you know, like when I initially mm-hmm. started in my career, I was like most people, you're totally overwhelmed with having to talk publicly and you're mm-hmm. like, you know, you're trying, you're mulling it over in your head. What are the words I'll say? How do I like, you know, you're kind of Googling what's how do you make a good speech like what's you know what does that what does that mean and mm. now i just feel more comfortable like comfortable about it not, not that i mm. you know I'm, I'm i talk like this you know so i'm just i'm just trying to be myself you know and i and you know i'll, I'll throw in a bit of humor if needs be i'll you know i'll throw in some self, self-deprecating comments if if they come to me you know and i think there's there's a charm to that that you can kind of you can you can be serious and you can get across serious points but you don't have to be like somber mm. in doing so or you know mm-hmm. overly clinical about your presentation how about you yeah. would you do it again yeah. oh 100 uh yeah i would do it again um it's been it's been a good i feel like you're you what you mentioned about exercise uh like i, I view it as a kind of an exercise it's like a uh the, the challenge of being consistent with it um amidst all the other life needs that are out there um like i like i authentically enjoy uh recording and putting them out there uh, especially like even little bits like one person says oh i really like this episode like that is the most heartwarming uh thing to hear like because generally it's like you don't hear much like a bigger podcast probably hear a lot more whatever like it's the same thing with writing for me is like you know, hearing back, even, even like obviously negative uh, on writing, like negative comments would actually be really, really cool, fun to, to get. It's like, okay, there's, there's the thing here we're engaging with. Mm-hmm. People are like, people are getting pissed off with my perspective. Like, Ooh, this is interesting. Let's, let's continue digging this. And like, um, but it's like that kind of exercise of putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and like just doing it consistently. So this, like, yeah, the convers- like conversations is different than writing, whereas writing, you can edit, you can form an idea, say you're happy with that idea, you know, whatever your 
you know, standard of being happy with it and put it out there and see what happens with this. It's like, you know, it's in the moment. So like, mm-hmm. there's things I'll say on this that, you know, maybe I wouldn't say if I had overthought it, mm-hmm. but probably a lot of things I said, like if I really calculated, like if I was typing this out, I'd probably delete a bunch of lines, yep. but like to be, to be okay with that is like, it's almost, it's beyond design. It's beyond work. It's beyond like, it's, it's like a, it's an exercise in just like being a person, mm. I feel like, and just like, mm. just being okay with oneself, you know, and sharing, sharing whatever, the, whatever's on the tip of your tongue, mm. uh, and being okay, then like saying a thing and then pushing publish and putting that out into the world. Um, like that can be like nerve wracking for people. Like some people I ask like, Hey, you want to come on a podcast? And, like some people will respond like, Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to say. Like, I, I'm not sure. Like I wouldn't be comfortable with that, which like, obviously that's like probably the default response is like, mm-hmm. Yeah, if I don't do this, typically like this feels kind of outside of my comfort zone, but then to like push through that comfort zone and to actually do it consistently. Um, yeah, I just, I find it, I just find it like a, a rewarding and enriching experience. Um, wow. Profound. Yeah. Jeez. Where'd that come from? <laughs> You've been bottling up for years, Craig, and this is this yeah, the moment been... to let it all out. It felt good. But I think it's funny as well, when you talk about podcasts, I think when I mention this to people that I do a podcast or if it comes up, you know, I always have that thing in my head, that kind of joke that you've, I've seen a few times on Twitter where it's just like, what do you call two or more white men having a talk, mm. a podcast, you know, or yeah. that kind of thing. It's it's funny, like, you know, it's fine. The, like there it's are, true and it's yeah. true. And we're, we're part of that trope. Like we're, we're definitely like a piece of that. Like it's so common. And I think. I think we've tried to think about how in past episodes, how we've tried to work through that, but like also recognizing where we're falling down and not having like enough different voices. Like, yeah. like I know we like, you know, if we, if we have like some future episodes we're planning it's like, Oh, they're all other white men. Like this is something's wrong here. And I think it's been good that we've been able to recognize that, mm-hmm. uh, and try to ch- tweak that plan. So we, we have a better mix. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no reason like it's just sort of like that sometimes if you're not intentionally thinking about it it can just sort of happen Mm -hmm. um so that's obviously something we can we can do better about um but i think with the guests we've had we've had a a fair mix i mean we haven't had a ton of guests so Mm. um yeah and we didn't want to either we kind of don't want intersperse inter like kind of casual interviews with with people Mm -hmm. in with us talking because we didn't want it to become one of those podcasts where as you were saying before like some some just rely on interviews all the time and when you're interviewing yeah. when, it, when it's a, when it's a very interviewee interview as in like when it takes this standard format of an interview the dynamic yeah. changes in the conversation as well you know where it's mm-hmm. like you're no longer you might find yourself no longer talking naturally you're kind of just like asking these questions like you know you're assuming this role of an interviewer which is strange mm-hmm. for most people and yeah. and I, 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 the ones I prefer the most are the ones where we where we're just natural, where we can just talk. And and if if it happens to be with a guest that we have on, and it's natural, I love that. You know, especially if you just mm-hmm. gel and or you know they just say something, and you're just like, huh, I didn't know that about that that person. And it's yeah. just a there's a connection there, and it's just just kind of interesting. Yeah, those are the highlight episodes for me. It's obviously great, Tom, to talk to you. Sometimes, um, <laughs> it's good to have interviews, but I think the ones that stand out are 
those like this idea which we've talked about talked about with others anybody who comes on we sort of generally like frame how we approach episodes um and this this one specific type of episode which is we're going to talk about a topic and we're going to invite another perspective to participate in that Mm -hmm. so like last week's episode or last episode with with ben uh about composure um and a bunch of other things the the Mm -hmm. conversation with Aoife on imposter syndrome those are good examples of that it's where we Mm -hmm. had a topic the guest was interested in that topic had actually the the guest led like the formation of that topic Mm -hmm. like something that they're passionate about and then we engaged them in just a conversation about it um i think that's so much more interesting than kind of bringing somebody in and, and saying tell me about your career mm-hmm. uh, how did you start what happened next what happened next um like there can be good stuff that come from those conversations but like for me it's just a little bit less interesting i think that dynamic is so big like i can i could feel like in episodes we had like that like how we ask questions is different mm-hmm. how we talk even like even our voice like the timber of our voice timber to timber of our voice nice. uh <laughs> i don't know if that's the right word now but timber is a word um it's not tombra, uh, no? tombra? it's a french word isn't it timber tombra. the the timber of our niche <laughs> uh um yeah uh, yeah so it can, can be different uh and then like it just impacts the whole this whole idea of what we're trying to do mm. in each show. So, so we'll keep going. Yeah. yeah we'll keep going. So we're, we're looking for, yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Yeah. No, I was going to ask you a question, but Go on, ask. Well, I was going to ask you what, what podcast do you listen to? Like, what do you actually like <clears throat> from a design perspective? You, you don't listen to design podcasts. Yeah, I, have you ever listened to any design oh, podcasts? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. Like I went, you know, when say high resolution came out, I listened to all them. I've listened to all them a couple mm-hmm. of times. Uh, you know, he's 99% visible. I, I listen to those. I go through, I go through phases of listening to things. Um, at mm-hmm. the moment I, I listen to kind of more like, like MMA type podcasts, which are not related to design at all, but um, I what do they talk about? Well, it's just really interesting, like because I only recently got into. I'm not. I've never been a sports fan, and I don't really. Mm. I never really got why people would listen to pundits, you know, talking about oh, it's a game of two halves and that kind of thing. It always just seems so boring. It always seems like they're saying the same kind of things over and over again. But, mm. but and yet people were enthralled, and people that I used to work with would always want to talk about sport, and I was kind of like, why? But um, so I never got it. So, but uh, I've recently enough started to to get into you know following mixed martial arts uh, i'm not staying up in, in the middle of the night to watch the matches or anything but um if they're on at normal hours i will watch them and i'll kind of watch the highlights as well but i find it just really interesting because they're just what i find interesting about it is that some of the ones i listen to are they talk they're kind of like these types of there's, there's one there's a guy called ariel hawani and he does uh, the MMA hour and the MMA show and that kind of stuff, and he just he'll he'll just have regular fighters on, and they might just be skyping him or on their FaceTime, and he's getting these real moments with them, and like you know, and it's just kind of it's not overly polished at all. Generally, the quality of them talking is terrible, but you just get to know this. It's just such such an unusual lifestyle, and that's what I find interesting about it. Is that you know you can kind of look at sports people and and you're kind of like oh yeah yeah okay yeah you're kind of an athlete or whatever but that kind of side mm-hmm. of things with mixed martial arts there's so much that goes into it it's not just standing in a room punching someone you know you mm-hmm. got they've got to master so many techniques because it's mixed and you don't know if someone if you're going to come up against someone who's wrestling or um but and the discipline that takes to to learn all that you know and and then and then their their stories as well are just so interesting their motivations and 
I just I just find it kind of captivating uh, for some mm. for some reason. And I've kind of surprised myself. But uh, mm. but yeah, I, I do like design podcasts. I just uh, I just don't listen to them as much recently. But mm. hey, I'm, I go through phases. Maybe I'll come back to them. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Do you listen to the podcasts? I listen to podcasts uh, every morning and every day. I, I'm, a, I'm a commute podcast listener. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast. Well, never, but I generally don't listen to podcasts outside of commuting. So I basically have about, yeah, about a hour and a half or so of, of listening a day. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's stretched. Like there's like the old ones, like 99% Invisible, which like are like the classics that I listen to on occasion, not as much as I used to. Um, there's some like interviewee type, like design matters is one that I've used to listen to a lot. It's like, it's Debbie Milliman, mm-hmm. Milman designing or interviewing different types of designers. That's sort of like, sort of, I don't really listen to it actively much, but it is, there's some good interviews there. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, the high resolution example was a good one. I think everybody listened to that. It seemed, mm-hmm. um, that was a cool, like kind of approach to podcasting. Thought it was interesting how they did it, how they sort of pitched it and then got a lot of big names on mm. obviously that's yeah that's how they approached it but like to to create a podcast that can like immediately kind of blow up it's really interesting especially yeah, very impressive ha- having a podcast ourselves that is very much like a slow like it's it's a very slow like listenership is not huge like whatever listeners we have we love um but we're not like we're not reaching thousands and millions of uh of people like you know we have a, a much more modest listenership um it's quality so over it's quantity to see quality of quality the listener <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um there's some new ones that have come out uh i think i think good like how good writing translates to um podcasts is interesting so like there's i've listened to um uh like fiction there's there's one uh what was it called um homecoming was a was a fiction like it was a story podcast from gimlet um but it was you know each each episode was a was like a chapter in the story like i really like that hmm. uh there's a the, the author um uh what's his name um the author his name is john green uh the author of fault in our stars um some other books as well he has a podcast that's awesome called the anthropocene reviewed i think a lot of designers might actually enjoy it mm-hmm. he basically so the description is uh, uh see if i remember the, the line he reviews different aspects of the human-centered world on a five-star scale so every it basically goes in and describes a thing and like just like digs into it as a writer mm-hmm. as a fiction writer but digs into like these topics and then at the end gives it like I give this 3.5 stars or something. Um, so like to really kind of tribute, like just to make fun of our, our age, the Anthropocene age. I think it's really fascinating. Yeah. One. Should, the, everyone should check that out. The obsession we have uh, in writing things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but th- that also brings into like comedy podcasts, like just funny podcasts, I think are the best, like any podcast that can make you laugh out loud. I think, I just think those are awesome. Mm. Um, Everything is alive is a good one for that. Heavyweight, I find, is a really good one for that. So I, yeah, I, I dabble and it's just good. Yeah, it's like good storytelling, like sense of humor, like really dry kind of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. With the guy who who does heavyweight, um, that I just I just find it incredible. Um, on the design side, um, like I listen to some like producty, some like entrepreneurial kind of stuff, but design stuff as well. Um, Actually, the Product Breakfast Club was was one I know 
you you weren't into it. I listen to that a lot. Um, the guys I I just found like their approach like is a really casual kind of irreverent sort of podcast. I think it was actually a piece of inspiration for us starting this at least for me. Mm. Um, was trying to trying to create a podcast like that that's very casual and very kind of like maybe a little less rambly than than them, but like but kind of in that spirit. Mm. They recently changed. They re- renamed their podcast uh, to something a little more general. Well, Jake and Jonathan. Really? Uh, it's called Jake and Jonathan. Now they just changed it. I actually really like it. Like I listened to an episode with a new name, and it actually fits them well. Um, but it's it's yeah. I think they're trying to build their personal than well because they don't really talk about products a lot. You know, they don't really talk about design that much. Mm. Um, so to, they to were singing the last time I heard it. You get you sent on one of the episodes they and they were singing. Every everyone, and I was that's, like, that's oh, kind okay. of thing. But they have a lot of character. They have a ton of character. Yeah. Uh, just like fun guys to listen to. Um, yeah. So, okay. anyway, that's enough about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> With that, shall we call it a, a podcast? Call it an episode? Call it an episode because, yeah, episodes are not the same thing as podcasts. I, I get that's like a pet peeve of mine. So we'll call it an People episode. People refer to individual episodes. They're like, this in this podcast. Well, there's a podcast is the show, like the general show. And then the episode is what we're talking about, right? Taxonomy is important, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Tom, I think. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, this feels like an end. I feel like we're ending this podcast. <laughs> I've enjoyed this, but it's over. It's not you. It's it's me, Tom. It's it's not me. It's you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think podcasting great. I think anybody who wants to get into it, I think I'd encourage digging into it, dipping your toes in. Hmm. Uh, and if you don't want to do your own, then reach out to us. You can come on our show and we can talk about something. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, yeah, it's an open invitation to everybody. Right. For everybody in the world. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Thank you very much, Craig. 